0: Welcome to the Creative Wellness Podcast with Beth Ann Short. Welcome back. This is the Creative Wellness Podcast with me, Beth Ann Short. So glad to have you listening. This is a podcast focused on wellness in all dimensions of life. And my focus in working with folks and my practice is helping them find balance in their lives as much as possible while using the creative process and really fixing on the process, not as much about the product, and slowing down and experiencing life because life is art. So on today's show, I have two teenagers that I've known for many, many years. One of them happens to be my child. I'll just add that in now. Um, but so glad they're here with me, and they're both artists in their own way. I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you now.
1: Um, I'm Miles. I'm a 17-year-old guy in high school. Um, I'm an artist, um, I'm in choir, and right now I'm sort of focusing on college stuff. So, that's my world right now.
2: Um, I'm Brody, I'm 15, and I'm, I'm a <laughs> I'm a guy in high school, too. Um... <laughs> Right now, I'm really trying to focus on which creative aspects I want to follow the most. Um, I'm really into SFX, horror, and makeup, and things like that, and I do choir, too, and yeah, just seeing kind of where I'm going to (laughs) go. Sounds great.
0: So, I know you both are artists gotten to experience lots of your art over the years. Um, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you use creativity in other ways in your life. I mean, if you want to talk, we just kind of touched on that a little bit, but other things besides the arts.
1: Um, I would say like problem solving is one that's evident to me and kind of navigating social situations. Right now I'm dealing with some conflict in my social group and it's definitely taken patience and creativity to sort of figure out how to navigate everything um, and come up with new ideas on how to interact with them and make things a little smoother sometimes so it's definitely taken some creative thinking that is hard yeah
0: <laughs> it's hard and and especially when you're navigating all kinds of other things like yeah
1: moods Holidays,
0: yeah. we're just coming off of the holidays. Um, all kinds of things yeah, for that sure. play into that, so that's a great example. How about yeah. you, Brody? I think
2: right now, for like creativity, I think definitely socially. I think socially, socially is definitely always a way that creativity comes through um, in how I talk to certain people.
0: Okay. Well, and socially, yeah. doesn't just mean friends. I mean, I'm thinking that you have to be creative when you talk to your teachers.
2: Yeah.
0: When you have to talk to other people in your life that aren't yeah. just your friends.
2: Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, you can't just keep one relationship at a flat line forever. Because you got to use creativity to, like, maybe spice things up everywhere you never know (laughs) things exciting you know
0: so I work a lot with people about their life aesthetic and so just kind of a little background on that you know looking at those dimensions of wellness and what you bring into it Um, in fine art for you listeners who don't know as much about fine art we're trained uh, about the formal elements of art and looking at aesthetic of a piece and how we balance things. And I loved that as a way to kind of look at life and think about how we balance our lives. And sometimes it's a really nice concrete way to, um, (laughs) sometimes it's a concrete way to come up with goals that are realistic or things you want to change, things you don't like. This isn't working in my aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So like, what does your life aesthetic look like? Is there anything that has to be there or that you definitely don't want in. Mm. Talk about
1: that. Yeah. Um I think right now especially with we're just finishing up a two week break from school and I have been experiencing a lot of isolation with that and um working to um finish things for class and applications and it's just been a lot of time spent in my room alone.
0: You've been doing a lot of prep for applying for college. Yes,
1: I have. And it feels really good to get them done, but at the same time, it's really draining to not be interacting with different spaces or, like, with other people. I think I've seen, like, two of my friends over the break. Mm. Um, That's hard. And doing that, it was was just to do homework with them. So Mm. um, I think while I've always really valued, like, my alone time and i'm really comfortable being alone. Sometimes there's just too much of that and so right now i'm going excited to go back into school and try to rebalance like myself socially and be able to engage a little mm. bit more with people. So i think i mean in my life aesthetic i definitely want to feel comfortable and safe being alone, but i also know that i need time around people. So yeah, it
0: does it does fuel you in ways um, to have like exchanges with people for sure. Yeah, what about you, Brody, with your life aesthetic?
2: I mean, I'm very like miles in the way where just I definitely love my alone time, but I need to be with people. I'm such an extrovert, Mm -hmm. honestly. um, Being with people is where I'm like usually like the happiest or just the most out Mm -hmm. of my shell. And I also really do love getting to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think for my life aesthetic, there's a lot of different things that kind of play in, like different interests and different people who I admire or my friends that like support me, mm-hmm. like family yeah. and yeah. all that.
0: What about some things that? You have to kind of creatively have boundaries around and not have in your life that help you when you have those boundaries. What's a what's a what's something in your life that it's important that you have that? This isn't gonna work, or I only can do this this much, or I need mm-hmm. a limited amount of this in my life. And how does technology. Technology. <laughs> That's a really good example. Yeah.
2: yeah. Talk more about that. I just think that definitely <laughs> sorry I'm um I just I think that definitely technology can be a portal that everybody gets sucked into. And I know personally right now I'm taking a break from social media and all of that and it's been really refreshing and I've been a lot more productive, which I, is helpful.
0: I remember when you went to outdoor school when yeah. you were off and when mm-hmm. you
2: came back, you were just like ah. I was honestly yeah. the happiest I'd ever been when I was there at outdoor school. Mm.
0: So social media can
1: be really... Yeah. So having boundaries with that. What yeah? you think of anything? I think, well, in relationship to that, I mean, I haven't... I'm not currently going through a technology. Like, I'm not away from it right now. But I definitely recently um, had to unfollow a couple of friends on Instagram. Um, and I let them know I was doing it. But I was just like, I can't, like, see the things you're posting. Like, they're upsetting mm-hmm. to me. And, like, mm-hmm. if you need support, you can message me and we can talk about it. But I don't just want to see the things that you're posting when you're upset because it's, like, really concerning to me. Yeah, Um,
0: That's a good way to handle that, to, like, directly
1: talk to them about
0: it Yeah, versus, like, because I know sometimes I think that when things get posted, they become sensationalized. Mm -hmm.
1: And I don't know. It just, it can be really yeah evocative people. it's hard with that too because you don't necessarily know the tone in which they're saying it mm-hmm. um you don't know what kind of state they're in when they're posting it. i definitely have friends and i've messaged them after seeing something and being like are you all right like what's going on do you want to talk and they're like oh yeah i'm fine i'm just irritated at my mom or, or whatever and, and it's it, minimizes yeah. so, this intensity exactly mm-hmm. so i think recently i've just sort of i've done that to a couple of friends i've just been like hey just letting you know when you post these type of things like this is what it does
2: and like mm-hmm. i want to have conversations about it but i don't want to see it in this way. Yeah. Um, I think that's definitely a safe thing to do. Yeah. I've, I've gotten... People have gotten mad at me because I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Or somebody's put something up on social media giving, like, a big blanket statement. Like, oh, I hate all um, designated female... Or male-at-birth people. Oh, and, like, either. putting, <laughs> like, a big blanket statement over everyone. Yeah. Like, maybe trans people. Yeah. Or cis people. Or, yeah. like, just... Just everyone Mm -hmm. in that category, which I know a lot of fantastic people that are in that category and being like, yeah, maybe one person, like one single person who fits into this box might have done something wrong to you, but that doesn't mean that all of these people in this huge percentage are bad. Mm -hmm. Right. So
0: I think for me, sometimes in those situations, like on Facebook you know you can unfollow people mm-hmm. yeah i like that so you don't necessarily have to delete them right yeah you just don't see that stuff <laughs> but i i really admire that you're like yeah reaching out and having that conversation like hey you know are you okay or yeah. and then like it sounds like if it's happening repeatedly mm-hmm. You're like, hey, this is yeah. kind of bothering me. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm being a little yeah. bit of a wuss because I yeah. just unfollow them, especially yeah. <laughs> when it was during the election. Oh, that no. was yeah.
2: hard. Well, during <laughs> the election, I'm I think that a lot of opinions should have <laughs> not been shared.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think I think I have feelings about that. I feel like, you know, if I have a Facebook wall or an Instagram wall or something, I and I post something, it's my yeah. opinion. And it's when other people go and, like, make crazy arguments and, like, you
2: know,
0: they have their own, well, they have their own, they have their own walls to necessarily, to also put their, yeah that's their platform, and this is my platform, and so I feel like, I'm happy to have a conversation with somebody, but when it becomes really combative Mm -hmm. and aggressive in tone I think it's unnecessary where if someone's just like me I often will just post articles that I find interesting that are actual information or statistics just to help educate people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and some people don't want to get those so then they can just unfollow me yeah I really I like I said I really like that you talk to people about that because I see um media as being such a place where people I ha- I hate to go there but it's kind of like the old tale of the boy who cried wolf mm. you know like they say things yeah. so many times that people just are like whatever yeah and then when they're really seriously in a risky situation people don't take them
1: seriously yeah, right and so, then wow. something
0: bad could happen
1: I think that's a majority of I think it's also hard when you're in a circle of friends who are all experiencing a lot of difficult things mm-hmm. and a lot of who have mental illness and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like when you're all in that space of like, yeah, most of my days are difficult, mm-hmm. it's hard to say like, no, I really need help because I think it's been like super normalized yeah. in those kinds of friend circles. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is one of those things where once it's been happening for a really long time, there's this quote um, about like mental illness that I saw this one time and it was like, um, or it was about depression, and it was saying like, um, once you've been depressed for so long and then you have a day where you aren't depressed, sometimes like it's uncomfortable and you want to recede yeah. back into it, mm-hmm. which totally makes sense because it's yeah. out of the comfort zone. Yeah. yeah,
0: not necessarily a good comfort zone. yeah, but exactly. out of the comfort zone. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So you guys are both moving into young adulthood. You're yes. already really there. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, how do you see creativity being a part of this next journey? Like going into these it, these years where you're going to be so much more independent, you know? I mean, getting out of the house, you're, you're looking <laughs> oh, <also> miles <laughs> to going across the
1: country yeah. and being on the East Coast, Yeah. You know? Um, Well, I think both those colleges that I'm really serious about right now are colleges that are pretty much design-your-own-major colleges, and so I know that no matter where I go um, in those places that I've applied, I'm going to an institution that's going to be really focused on independent work and research, Um, and I think whether I'm doing something for a psychology class or an environmental science class, I'm going to have to be creative in how I work out my own projects and my own research Mm -hmm. and um, be assertive in those situations um when it's so I think it's also like I definitely have some goals in the next couple of years to like make a graphic novel or a comic book or something like that Mm -hmm. which is something I've always wanted to do but especially with projects that don't have deadlines it's really hard to motivate yourself um (laughs) whereas like I know with my procrastination like procrastination has worked for me in the past because I put it off and then I panic and then I do it on time and it's like a four-day period of me just being really stressed but I get it in so when you don't have those those sort of deadlines and it's just things you want to do for yourself, I think it takes a lot of creative drive and motivation to, like, get those things done that you really want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, and
1: uh, determination and discipline.
2: Yeah. You have to set your own deadlines. Wanting yeah. to make your own deadlines it helps.
0: I yeah. got interviewed recently about my book, and the guy said, what was the hardest part about oh, writing the book? I said, finishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel you. Yeah. For sure. on that what about you? With the moving into this next phase of life and more independence and young adulthood—I mean, you're 15. It's,
2: you know, I mean, college is college is always away, but it also isn't as far yeah, away really as I'm be. making it oh, no. out to be. That's, that's not. Something. No, that's my point. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, I don't know. It's just creatively, I think I'm always gonna—I'm always gonna be creative. Like, it's always going to be something that I'm going to have. But in ways, I feel like to Miles, I think that sometimes it's hard to have, like, make those deadlines for yourself or to actually make time for yourself to take, like, self-care and, like, do art if that's, like, a self-care mechanism for you. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I know that in the past when I've gotten distracted with, social drama and a lot of other things that, um, making time to take care of myself was a lot harder. I think that happens to a lot of
0: people. Yeah. I think that we are, we have priorities and mm-hmm. I think our own self-care and wellness often fall at the, the bottom of the list. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, you're onto something yeah. and <clears throat> the, the hard part is, it's just you know, you don't wanna make your self care like rigid. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's really <laughs> sometimes important it to have that on your on your calendar, you know, just so yeah. that you do it. And if for some reason you really can't do it, then okay, like give yourself a break. But you know, self-care is more important than, you know, an extra ten minutes of something. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could just be sitting and breathing. Yeah. For ten minutes. Yeah. The big last Piece of our conversation. This goes really fast, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Um. The but this is this is also a big piece of conversation. Is you know we're looking at a world that is shifting into a Mm -hmm. whole new phase. Um, Where do you think the world needs more creativity? How do you think the world, our community at large, would benefit? Because I really do feel creativity is a choice. People aren't just born with creativity and not, you know. Mm-hmm, that's I, so true. I, we we choose to try to do something. I choose to drive one way to work or another way to work, or I choose to put on whatever outfit I put on. Yeah. So what what where do you where do you guys see you know the world needing more creativity?
2: I think that in politics, upcoming. That we might need some more researched creativity instead of, you know, politicians making big like blanket statements or mm-hmm. like assuming things mm-hmm. or saying things that they don't really like know about or that they mean, or that they don't mean. I'm like I'm trying to say, right. but right. I think that
0: <clears throat> so more more substance behind what they're yeah.
2: saying. More, so subs- you say
1: research. Yes. <laughs> I think I think, to help the world at large, it's really a matter of, like, being able to listen to other people um, and have the creative mindset to sort of expand your bias or your ideas about things. Um, because it's completely fine to have differing opinions in the world, and there's always going to be that. But when you have the ability to at least listen to other people on what they're going through um, and their ideas think that takes um takes patience and it definitely does take creativity so I would say that yeah
0: listening is hard for some folks yeah yeah I think recently when I was talking with another interviewee we were talking about how sometimes people don't listen they just wait for their turn to talk oh yeah I think
1: that's definitely a thing and Mm. I think even like I experience that with with opinions that I really disagree with that I think are hurtful (laughs) to others I mean it's it's hard to wrap my head around other people's opinions. Um, but to them, they're really genuine and true and they understand them. And so I think having these conversations is important to recognize like my own self and like my perspective of the world and like who I am and how that influences, you know, my thoughts and my ideas. Um, cause there are plenty of people who grew up in different places and live different lives. And I think it's hard to say like, you're right and I'm wrong when to them it feels very real. And, um, I think it's just complicated to be respectful when it feels like someone else's opinion is disrespecting like who you are, disrespecting other people's lives. Um, but I think everyone's ideas come from some place of what they perceive to be true in their world. So I think just being able to
2: <clears throat>
1: listen to each other and, and like honestly yeah. listen to them. Yeah.
2: And I think in ways that a lot of people's opinions come from um, what they think is best. Yeah. Or what's what's best for them, or what's best for the people around them, or just like, the world as a whole. Yeah,
0: not not
2: global. Yeah,
0: but just coming from their place. Yeah, 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 that makes sense.
1: Yeah, in their communities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah,
0: <laughs> so I guess um, as we as we come to the end of this, I would for fun. I would just like to know, what is your favorite way to be creative? At least one of them. I know that's probably really hard <laughs> to narrow it down. But if you were, you know, pick a dimension. If you want to talk about art right now, go for it. Um,
1: yeah. I think my favorite way to be creative is, like, really simple art. I know I do some, like, bigger projects, and they seem daunting and hard, and there's, like, critique. and
2: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But it's really fun to just, like draw cartoons and stuff that no one is mm-hmm. going to see and they're for myself and mm-hmm. maybe it's during class or like on the side of a textbook margin or something just because it's it's for me and it's not serious mm-hmm. um I think it's one of my favorite ways I definitely listening to a lot of audiobooks and just like drawing pages of like mm-hmm. faces and stuff while I do and it's so fun and relaxing and it's not you know stressful I don't think about a big concept or anything my, that's probably my favorite way is just like really simple fun experimentation art mm-hmm. and drawing things that I'm familiar with and enjoy drawing. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. What about you, Brody?
2: I mean, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, I love makeup and I love doing makeup both on myself and on other people. And um, I just, I think that makeup is such a genderless thing and I think it's such an amazing, like, creative tool (laughs) Mm -hmm. to either, whether it's you're getting ready in the morning and you're putting on makeup and expressing, like, who you want to like present yourself as that day Mm -hmm. or maybe you're doing it for someone who needs like a specific thing for like a wedding or (laughs) a movie. I love how you look at me
0: with that. Or
2: (laughs) something like that. Um, Or whether you're just doing it kind of for yourself and doing it with liquid latex and
0: you have scared me with some your of your face. makeup and uh, and then that's a compliment yeah it's, a, scared it's a, a lot of people I've
2: scared a lot of people
0: yeah I mean you know the bruising <laughs> the faux the faux bruising yeah. the first time I saw that I was like oh my gosh what happened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm doing something right yeah you must be well is there anything either of you want to plug Anything you got going on there. <laughs> as far as like musical performances or I don't know, anything or anything that you're really loving that you think people should see or listen to or watch or, you know, I know mm-hmm. recently I went to the Portland Art Museum and I haven't plugged this because I haven't done a podcast in a while. Um, and I saw the Warhol show and it mm-hmm. was so awesome. And I'd seen Warhol before, but I had never seen so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah of his
0: art all together at one time and um, and I had a great time laying on these big gigantic silver pillows <laughs> in the lobby looking <laughs> up at this video and um, I had a moment uh, where I had a little art school flashback where there's this one hall you go down the staircase and they're playing the movie of him eating a cheeseburger <laughs> and my friend's like is that all he does I'm like he's eating a cheeseburger and we had, <laughs> it's we had to stand there for a few minutes but I remember watching that in films class when I was in art school but So that's my plug. What about you guys? Is there anything, like, you're listening to or seeing or just that you think people need to hear or see this?
2: Um, I have... So so, reading? Yeah. I mean, I have two, like, little things. Um, I went to go see... This sounds, this sounds so dorky, but I went to go see this movie last weekend. It was a musical <laughs> called La La Land with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Oh, and I don't usually <laughs> like Ryan Gosling, but it was a really good movie. Um, <laughs> I'm a musical geek, honestly. Um, I love musicals. Um, Rat's like my favorite movie ever. Yes. Um, I also have been reading a lot of comics lately, and my favorite is The Wicked and The Divine. And you should definitely research that if you like maybe superheroes or
0: or we if could you put want. a link for yeah. it in the in the blog or the podcast thing yeah totally
1: very technical i don't know if i i have anything <clears throat> i haven't been doing fun things recently so I'm <laughs> you've been like... doing so much college stuff <laughs> i know go I check know. out commonapp.org uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um i think i have been watching i've been going on like ted talk sprees is mm. kind of like what i've been doing in my meantime so if you're into TED Talks, I kind of like go on YouTube and I find one and then it just leads to a whole, it's just like yeah, a, totally a spiral, yeah. but they're great. I mean, if you're going to spend like half an hour on the internet, you might as well be watching something that is interesting Or just stimulating. having it in the
0: background. Yeah, totally. I love TED Talks. Yeah. yeah. They're great. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you both for being here mm-hmm. and um, being creative in general in life and mm-hmm. being a part of my life. Yeah. I'm so glad you're both... In my life, you're such cool teenagers. (laughs) We've also had um, a quiet guest, which is amazing. Our little dog, Maka, has been here, too. So anyway, um, thanks for being here.
2: Thank you. Yes, thank you.
0: And (laughs) until next time. The Creative Wellness Podcast is produced entirely by Bethan Short. For more information about my services, check out my website, bethannshort.com, and also my art therapy open studio, 100thmonkeystudio.com. Thanks so much.